What does somebody who hikes 2,200 miles do for fun after such a difficult task? Today, we talk about the beauty and supreme difficulty of the Pacific Crest Trail on the Fat Man's Guide Podcast. Chapter 11, Cole Burke, Part 2. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Fat Man's Guide. Before we get going, I want to thank you all for listening and ask that uh, if you get a chance, please uh, comment, like, subscribe, and if you could, go to iTunes, leave a review, and uh, again, I'd love it if you could give us five stars. On episode 10, we talked to Cole about the AT. Today, we're going to continue that conversation, now turning to the PCT and how much hiking uh, has become a huge part of his life. And we're going to be able to talk about some of the differences and comparisons between the two trails. So we're just going to jump right back into it. Here's Cole Burke. And I was like, well, you know, there's other trails out there. I'm not scared to quit my job. I'm like, I've never been further west than Chicago. And I'm like, everybody, I met a lot of people on the Appalachian Trail that had hiked the PCT. They're, you know, they're going for the Triple Crown or whatever. And, uh, they were talking about how great the views were and, you know, there weren't trees, you know, they call the Appalachian trail, the green tunnel. Mm -hmm. And there's like, there's not trees. So you have views all the time. And I was like, man, that sounds great. So it was already in my head. And then I pretty much decided before I finished the Appalachian trail, I was going to at some point do the Pacific crest trail. I didn't want to do the next year. I needed a year off. Okay. so, so So you took a year off then. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm going to ask you just cause you mentioned it, but it was one of my other, my other questions I was going to ask you is, are, are you ever going to finish the triple crown? I mean, you've got two, right? I got, got two. two of them. So I, you know, I don't think so. You don't think I've so? I've looked into the continental divide trail, but it just, I don't know. The, the, for me, the Appalachian trail was, I enjoyed it a lot more than the Pacific crest trail. And that's just my preference. And, I feel like the Pacific Crest Trail and the Continental Divide are, they're not the same, but it's, you know. You're going back into this, I don't want to say use the word misery, but I mean, but if you're a hiker, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, yeah. like if you're a hiker and some man, it's miserable. I mean, it's kind of like when, when I'm hiking sometimes, um, I, I have a lot of people that know that, like, I'm a, like, cause I'm a big dude. I hate hills. I just hate <laughs> them. Um, now, I mean, I understand it's part of it and, and I know it's coming and, and, and there's parts of the trail that I like, but I just don't like hiking up the trail. I don't like hiking up the hills. And so yeah. I, I will, I will mother F nonstop. I'm sure you met people like that who will be the most miserable, ornery, swearing at the, I, I actually wanted to make a t-shirt called F U F U Hill. Um, just, just so that I could wear it in those moments. But so, so hikers understand what I mean when I say miserable. Uh, it doesn't mean that I wouldn't want to do it. It just means that like you said, there are certain there are certain sections of a trail you're like, man, I could do this any day, even if it was yeah. difficult. And there's other sections like, ah, it's just kind of boring to me, whatever it might be. So let's let's get back to you decide to do the PCT. And for those who don't know, to give you an idea of of where he's coming from, that it's it's about two thousand two hundred miles roughly on the on the Appalachian Trail. The PC trail PCT is about twenty six twenty seven. I think 2656, 2656 miles. All right. So they're, they're comparable. Um, but, but here's how you can tell the difference between the two. 
Remember I told you there's like 3,000 people who try the Appalachian Trail every year? There's about 750 who try the PCT on a yearly basis. Uh, now, granted, the ones who do, I, I was looking up stats, and they said 60% of the people who try the PCT do finish, which means the people, the, your average hiker is generally not starting the PCT. These are people who have already probably hit you know, an Appalachian trail or some other big trail system, or, or, or they do a lot of hiking and understand. Cause, cause like you already kind of alluded to, and this is why I try to tell people about hiking is everyone's got a plan. Like you said, like I, I'm going to put up my tent, I'm going to do X amount of miles until they realize that the trail does not give an F what you have planned. And that's actually, I think one of the things that's liberating that people learn from being on the trail is that you don't have control. You don't have control of the weather. You don't have control of mm -hmm. the situation. You have control of your attitude. Yeah. And probably the most important thing that everyone will learn from the trail, because when you go to work, you have COVID-19, everything else, people's freaking out. And I'm like, uh, I'm going to get some work done. I'm going to do some teaching on online. I don't like it. It's a pain. Um, you know, I'm going to catch up on some work. I'm, I'm not going to get all freaked out because all I, I can control is myself. Um, mm -hmm. So, so you, so you get on the PCT, which is obviously a lot more difficult. Uh, you've already said you like the Appalachian trail more, um, but but what were what were some of the biggest differences about the PCT that were different from the Appalachian Trail that maybe were were good because I imagine the views are amazing like some of the shots you took I'm like wow I just want to be there you know but at the same yeah. time as a hiker I look at some of that stuff I'm like ooh man <laughs> that is barren I'm like I want to get to that view but that's yeah. some work so what was the differences between the two. Well, I realized pretty soon after starting the PCT that, like, how much I appreciated the trees. Oh, in the desert. I oh. love trees. And California was, like, brutal because the first 700 miles is desert. So, and I've never experienced, like, heat like that. And having to carry, like, so much water just because, yeah, there's a stream or a little, you know, spring 40 miles ahead but it might be dry and sometimes it was so you couldn't drink you couldn't drink all your water until you knew or and then your water gets to be you know 100 degrees and you know how mm -hmm. difficult it is to drink hot water on a hot day yeah i imagine um, so that and then you know rattlesnakes in the desert was very common so you always had to pay attention and you know, without trees, you can look up all the time, but you at the same time, you still have to look at your feet because the snakes don't know you're there sometimes. Yeah. So. so the heat was an issue. And then right after the desert, you go in the Sierra Nevada mountains and it's all snow. And uh, last year was, they had a huge, huge like snow year and mm -hmm. especially late snow. So my start date was May 9th. And I wanted to start like April 20th, but you have to like get a permit and all yeah. that stuff. So I was kind of bummed that I was starting so late, but at the same time, people, people couldn't go into the mountains because there's so much snow. So the week that I went into the mountains is the same week that people started going in because all the snow, but um, kind of the rewind a little bit before I hit the 200 mile marker in California, you know, we're in this desert and there's like uh, Mount San Jacinto. It's like, sweet a huge mountain like i'm excited the views are supposed to be great it was sunny nice hot go up there it started getting windy 
I'm not at the peak yet. You know, they say don't camp at the peak. So I set up my tent next to some bushes and then this huge storm just came out of the middle of nowhere in the middle of the night. It, it was like a wind, snow, rain, storm. It ripped my tent apart. Um, it collapsed on me in the middle of the night. And I was like, I got to get off this mountain. So I pack up all my stuff inside my tent and I look out and I tented right next to some bushes. I couldn't even see the bushes. I was like, it was like the this scariest night of my life. Mm -hmm. I like, I'm like, I can't go anywhere. I can't see two feet in front of me. I'm like, I'm not going to see the trail. And so I just kind of stayed there like with my tent collapsed over my head. And then I saw two like headlamps coming towards me. So I like whipped out of my tent and it was, uh, two people that run into before in the trail and they say we're getting off this mountain it's supposed to get worse so we took like a, a side trail down and we just like it just pretty much went right down the mountain and we got to the bottom and uh, I mean 200 miles in and that happens and then all the snow we couldn't go anywhere so we we're stuck in the town of Idlewild for a week five days I think trying to wait for the snow to melt and it was just like okay like i i get it now you know out west the extremes are more extreme you know yeah i got snow on the appalachian trail but it was nothing like this so the extreme heat you know the snow like all the extremes are just magnified out west and without trees you don't have protection for much so that was probably the biggest difference from from, but, a, ter from a terrain standpoint uh, how was, and again, only hikers would actually probably care about this question, but you know, the, the climbing in the mountainous areas and obviously the Appalachian trails really got the Smokies and mm -hmm. it's, it's got the, the, what the white mountains up there uh, with yeah. the, the presidential peaks and stuff like that and New Hampshire and stuff. Um, but what, what, how, how, how comparable are they with what you had to hike through on the Western side of the Rockies? Uh, well, so the PCT is graded for like pack mules and horses. So you can have horses and stuff. So the Appalachian trail, you go, if there's a mountain in front of you, you're going to go straight up and over that mountain on the PCT. They have switchbacks. <laughs> yeah. So, which is great. You know, you're not going straight up over a mountain. It's, you know, graded a little more gentle, but at the same time, you're going uphill for 15, 20 miles to get up over a mountain. And it's some, sometimes you're like, man, can't I just go straight up just and straight over? Up, yeah. Which, which, which you know, the, as, as, as a hiker, like you love switchbacks when you have the mount, when you have the trail that goes straight up. But mm -hmm. then again, when you have to go on a switchback 15 times, like you oh. said, to, to cover a five mile trail, but have to travel 20 miles to do it. You're like, this is a waste. Yeah. Yeah, so that, I mean, it's a little gentler on the body um, until you get into the Sierras, but uh, the Sierras, it's, it's hard to like fairly judge them because there was so, there was so much snow. And I mean, I went days without seeing an actual trail. I was just following people's footsteps through the snow and hoping it was the right trail. And mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it's great a little better. But at the same time, you're running the snow issue in the Sierras, which is common. But um, and then so, after the Sierras, it, there yeah, was go ahead. Well, after the Sierras, I was like, we got to the northern, northern uh, part of the Sierras, and I was like, sweet, you know, it should 
should get a little gentler from here, but there was so much snow that the next 200 miles, it was the same thing, you know, and it was, it was kind of discouraging because, you know, mentally you're set for no snow and you just, I kind of couldn't wait to be out of the Sierras and it was another 200 miles of it. And so it was, it was pretty rough. Well, and, and people hike too, and I do a lot of winter hiking. Nothing makes hiking the rest of the year easier than hiking in snow. Yeah. Hiking in snow is miserable. It, 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 yeah. And I do it because I love hiking, but I don't like it. I, it, it people don't appreciate how much your feet slide side to side. All of your joints, uh, they, they hurt differently. When, yeah. when you're hiking in the snow, your hips hurt, your knees hurt differently, uh, your ankles, your feet mm-hmm. get heavy. Yeah, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a really difficult addition to it. So, so when you get through California and you get up into like Oregon, Washington, uh, what, what, how, how's the trail change there? Because I've seen some pictures up there too, and when it's mm-hmm. all green, it just looks like some luscious, oh. you know, amazing, you know, hiking area. Uh, Oregon was like my favorite state on the PCT. It was just like beautiful. The trail was amazing. There was hardly any snow there and you could do easily 30 miles a day. Um, and yeah, so Oregon was great. Got through that pretty quick. And then Washington, the views are amazing, but it rained every single day in Washington and (laughs) You know, there's pretty long stretches without, you know, there's no shelters on the PCT, like on the AT. So once your stuff is wet, you're just kind of, you're kind of stuck. You know? So I ended up doing big miles in Washington just so I could get, you know. <laughs> just so you could finish. Dry out, yeah. So, but the views, yeah, the best views are probably in Washington, I'd have to say. Um, even with the rain, you know, the sun would come out for maybe an hour a day or something like that. So you'd hurry up and whip your tent out and try and dry everything out. And, but uh, it gave some good uh, photograph opportunities. So that's awesome. So you already kind of mentioned that you, you preferred the Appalachian trail over uh, the Pacific crest trail. And I mean, that that obviously doesn't disrespect the PCT whatsoever. Um, But, you know, obviously people are going to have, the, the different types of, th- there are areas that I like hiking. You know, obviously I do a lot of North country trail hiking mm-hmm. um, yeah. in PA. And I've also gone up into New York state and I've done a little bit in Ohio. Um, and there are certain areas that I really like that some people might say, Oh, I don't think this, this place is better. Well, you know, everyone's got their different perspectives. Um, just cause I know we're going to be running out of time here shortly. Um, so if, if, if you were, if you were talking to someone who's thinking about getting into long distance hiking, you know, like myself, I decide that, uh, you know, maybe I just got to take the next four months of COVID and just sneak around, even mm-hmm. though they're not, you're not supposed to be on these trails. What would, what would be your biggest advice to people who are thinking about getting on the big trails? Well, if they're not scared to quit their job and leave, uh, you know, everything behind. I wish I, I, wish I didn't have four kids. I'm just telling you right now when my, when, when my kids are done, trust me, I'm counting down the days, man. I like my youngest kids are done in six years. I'm like, mm, it's going to be tough go. not to do it. Uh, biggest piece of trail advice. I would say don't quit on a bad day. Um, and like you said, it's so funny that you mentioned that 
you have control over nothing out there. The only thing you have control of is your attitude. And you're the only one that can decide if you're going to have a good day on the trail or a bad day on the trail. And I got trail magic early on in the Appalachian Trail. And I, I always loved advice from people. And I asked this lady, and I was like, what's your biggest piece of advice? And that's what she told me is, you know, you are the one that control your attitude and if you're going to have a good or bad day. So after that, I, every time it rained or had a tough climb, I thought about that. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to have a good day. Like, I'm going to embrace the rain. They say embrace the suck. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do it. And I'm like, a bad day on the trail is still better than a good day at work. So, Well, like, like I said, I, I think that um, that's probably going to be a great place for us to stop because – not only is that great trail advice, but like we already said, I think more people should be on the trail than give it a chance. It, it changed my life. Clearly it changed your life. Oh. And I think that the biggest reason it changed my life was it taught me that even in the worst of situations, like we got right now, you know, you only have control over you. You mm -hmm. have no control over everything else. And, you know, I think for a lot of people that scares the hell out of them. But I think that once you do something like, like long distance hiking, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of the things that are like this too, but once you do that and you realize that you only have control over you, I think there's actually a big piece of liberation where now when you're walking in a rainstorm and it's just terrible, I remember the first time I had to do that and I hated it. And, and I got to a point where I just was splashing in puddles cause I couldn't get any wetter and, uh, right, right. just, you know, singing songs and, uh, holy. So I, I remember my, my off day. I'm trying to dry stuff out in between thunderstorms. The sun would come out, then rain. It was when I was uh, down in, uh, uh, down near Slippery Rock. And uh, I'm putting my stuff out, drying it. And these little birds would come down. I'm talking to the birds like I've lost my mind. And I think that, I think that if more people did that, um, they'd be able to handle a lot of these really crappy situations a lot better in their life. If they right. just realized that, look, you don't have any control. You do have control of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, so, Hey, I'll tell you what, man, thanks for being on here. Uh, I really, I, I, like I said, I, I'm only stopping this because uh, Zoom's going to stop me. Uh, right. we, I, I am definitely, if you're ever down for it, I am definitely going to get you back on here and we're going to talk more about your hiking experiences and maybe some of the cool or freaking weird things that, cause people don't understand just how weird the trail can be and how weird some people are on a trail. You right. Know, I remember, uh, I remember talking to a guy one time when I was doing my long hike that I, he had been out there for 21 days. He was in his seventies. I think he was delusional and he was talking about talking to a bear and I'm like, Holy smokes, dude. I don't know if I should go get you help. Uh, so, so a scary place. Oh yeah. So, so like I said, we're going to get you back on here to do that sometime and, 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 and maybe in the future, just get you on here to like we were talking about earlier, talk about gear, talk about different things and hiking. Cause like I said, uh, you know, I know that I've, I've got a number of folks who are nice enough to, to watch and listen to these who are, who are into hiking, my, a bunch of my hiking buddies, and they would love that stuff. And especially yeah. like you, because you've been in not only the beauty that is the Appalachian Trail, but you, like you said, the PC trail, uh, PCT Trail is, it's got a lot of challenges. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that'd be some pretty cool perspectives from you about equipment and, and how to do different things. So, um, yeah. And a, a teaser for next episode 
is I found a dead body on the Appalachian Trail. So we could talk Sweet, about that. baby. Yeah, we're gonna, you're going to be back on here in about a month less. All right. It's going to be soon. I want to hear the story. So, <laughs> hey, dude, thanks for being on. Really appreciate it. And uh, you have a great day, okay? Hey, thanks for having me. Yep. <laughs> talk to you. Again, thanks to Cole for being a guest. And uh, you know I'm going to end up having him on here a bunch more just so we could talk about hiking. We had a great time talking. There's actually even more to this interview that we did after. It was just us BSing. So we're definitely going to get him back on. Uh, Hey, guys, thanks for listening. And uh, again, please like, subscribe, share, go to iTunes, give us a review. Uh, Give us five stars. And uh, remember, you can follow me on Instagram at the underscore fat man's underscore guide and you can also follow me on facebook by looking up the fat man's guide as always thanks for being here and remember to live life to the fullest even in crazy times like these see ya